Time you dropped that Bible since she's been in there. Do you confess? Albert, you pierced the toast. So what? Hello and welcome to Quarantine Confessions for Saturday, July 4th. Happy Independence Day. It's time to confess your sins on this Independence Day. I am joined by Jordan Coburn. How are you? Hello. I'm doing all right. How are you doing? Since we don't have an opening, like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We need show tunes. <laughs> that's, that's what I went, that's what I went for. Literal show tunes. Yes. <laughs> pod tunes yes. yeah <laughs> it'll be it'll be sweeping the nation soon with baby fish mouth you'll see um how are you how was your week i'm good um yeah my week was uh, very similar to how it's been just hanging out at home definitely staying inside more so uh you know it's impossible to not be extra conscious of COVID-19 spread right now so where before mm. I maybe would have like been more loose with going out to coffee shops or, or things like that I've really been trying to dampen the outings so that's kind of marked this week yeah I feel like our what we do now as democrats or progressives or liberals uh is we all stay home and wear masks and 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 make it to November like I feel like that's like as crazy as that sounds i feel like th- that's what i'm doing that's like how i feel about this and and i i've gotten a lot of messages from a lot of our listeners who are like i'm just staying indoors till there's a vaccine and i'm going out to vote and that's it and um you know it's it's just a re- it's crazy out there so i'm so glad that we have these quarantine confessions i'm so glad that we're able to do this on a weekly basis and we we are just so overwhelmed with your incredible stories uh, and thank you for sending them all in. I'm so glad we were able to break this off into its own show. So how about we uh, we kick it off? Um, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Or do you want to like play rock, paper, scissors? I can go first. Um, all right, do it. I have my own that I want to throw in. Curveball. <gasps> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. All right. This is a go confession on it. multiple levels. Number one, because it involves a psychic, and I've never had a psychic in my life, and I'm sort of ashamed for seeking one out, because white stuff. It's so fucking white. It's such a white girl thing to do, right? Okay, so because it's the quarantine, I had to talk over FaceTime with with this psychic, all right? And uh, we had an appointment today at noon. And you know what happened, A.G.? My psychic ghosted me. What does that mean? You got stood up by your psychic? I got stood up by my psychic. What does that mean? It's broken my my little believing brain. (laughs) I could give you a tarot card reading about it. (laughs) (laughs) 
I am not joking. I am not kidding. In college, my grandma taught me how to read tarot. And so I used to go to coffee houses. Uh, I would travel from um, college in Flagstaff, Arizona. I would travel out to San Diego and I would read people's tarot cards and play guitar at... Where was it? It was at some, the living room maybe. Oh no, Euphoria Coffee House on University in Hillcrest. And if I made enough money that night reading tarot cards to stay another night at the Friendship Hotel behind Jack in the Box, which was $18 a night, I would do that. And I would usually be there all summer. It was a blast, uh, but I got very good at reading tarot. So I can I actually that. do that. I love that. I actually Yeah, no, it's so. something I was just seeking out like more or less for fun. You know, not really approaching it with much seriousness. But to be ghosted by anyone hurts. To be ghosted by a psychic, I don't even like. It hurts in a in a spiritual way. You know, <laughs> maybe she was a terrible psychic, and right. she knew that you would catch on, and so she just she was. Yes. She's like, I can't face myself anymore as a fake, as a fraud. Yes. And uh, decided against it. That's, yeah, either that or she saw, you know, oh my God, I can't talk to this absolutely horrible person. Right. <sighs> right. Yeah. I had two. I doubt that's it. <laughs> I, I had I had two encounters now with psychics over the last week because I just like reached out to a couple. And the first guy called me in the middle of a work meeting, which if you're a psychic, you need to know I'm on the phone and can't talk next. All right. And then, and then this fucking that guy. Your test? Was that your test? You yeah. Like, call me when you think it's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. And then, and then this guy, they must have known that I was just sitting there waiting like an idiot next to my iPhone, just laughing and laughing through their fourth dimension out, out box fucking knowing i'm just being stood up spiritually i got i was like all right you know what that's it i'm not i tried and some something it's not for me so that's uh mm. that's my that's my confession the universe is trying to tell you something <laughs> god it's so dumb oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so now uh, yes. that you have your confession out of the way, let me uh, let me kick this off with a confession from sent to us in uh, from anonymous pronouns she her. Uh, anonymous says it took me until today, over one hundred days into quarantine, to realize I can eat potato chips at ten a.m. and there's no one to stop me. Ooh, <laughs> yep, that is true. Yeah, uh, I think I've said this on this particular program. I think I woke up at seven in the morning and ordered a patty melt from Rudford's one day. Mm. I was like, you know what? Patty melt for breakfast is what's happening today. That sounds amazing. So. I'm gonna get that immediately after this. Um, next up from anonymous, <laughs> pronouncing him. He says, thank you for all the work that you put into uh, being good people, educating listeners, and attempting to save our nation from authoritarian strongmen. I am a 30-something-year-old straight white male millionaire who has listened to all MSW and Daily Pod episodes basically from the beginning, except MSW finale, Mueller Report, um, and some book clubs. Hey, hey, why haven't you listened to the finale? (laughs) I don't know. Let me see. Is that like a thing? Like, it's not over if I don't listen to the finale? Yeah, let's I don't keep know. going. Let's keep going. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's keep going. See um, what happens. Okay, here's my confession. I am not a patron, and I often fast forward through commercials. While I know you deserve financial compensation, and I'm acting like a Napster-era child by not contributing, I am afraid. I am afraid of the algorithmic weight of being on your patron list. I am afraid of the genius, sarcastic, Excel slash access wizards, uh, Brad Parscale and Jared Kushner, snatching your list or database, aligning against other lists to prioritize enemies of the administration. I am afraid that the authoritarians will win the world, identify me from this data set, and round me up into a concentration camp. Too far, space? beans i try to convince myself that this is a compliment to your level of influence but it doesn't excuse my fast forwarding through commercials so my bigger confession is that i am selfish and living with fear maybe we have nothing to fear but fear itself and the only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing or with all hope biden wins the winds shift and my balls descend enough to send you some good old u.s dollars either way now you have my confession thanks respect and admiration not enough i know but there it is <laughs> anonymous uh you can leave unmarked non-sequential bills uh it's, my dms are open and we can work out a code god oh my god that's that is so, so funny. funny yeah that is, uh, but it didn't. He didn't say why he didn't listen to the finale. Oh, it's so good. You should listen to it. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. I like how I read millionaire I like millionaire. I've never fucking million. <laughs> and like you, you have to like do your fingers like ooh, <laughs> like Doctor Evil millionaire. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that's so funny. Um. Well, you know, I feel that sometimes I feel like, like. My family was talking about when people are allowed to travel again, going to Russia, and I had a moment where I had to seriously be like, "I it might actually kind of be a dumb idea for us to go to Russia, like at least right now, you know? Like, I I yeah. hate to sound um, self-important, right? Like, this isn't even a function of self-aggrandizing or anything. It's truly just like, they're so anti-free media. And 100% mm-hmm. we've had Twitter bots interact with us that are like our tw- Twitter profiles that are clearly Russian operated accounts, like obviously. Yeah, yeah. And and they have the same web of people that they go after, like Gaslit Nation, for example, as well. And seeing all of that shit, I'm just kind of like, I don't know, we should probably not... That's probably not a great idea. So all this to say, <laughs> I don't I don't blame you. I don't think you sound super crazy. If you're crazy, then I'm crazy too. Because, yeah, shit's, shit's bad right now in the world. So I'm mm-hmm. okay. I'm okay with that if you want yeah. to uh, keep your name off the grid. We'll see you on the other side, Anonymous. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you can bring us some cash. Um, next, that's just so funny. But but I love it. It's like, but I still fast forward through the ads. So I'm selfish and living in fear. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny for a millionaire. I know. <laughs> uh, are you uh, you single, anonymous? I'm kidding. Okay. Um, going back to hey, all right. Back to the uh, back to the confessions from uh, from anonymous. Uh, he him. I hereby submit my chocolate COVID confession, aka three C. I have a stash of of dark chocolate bars that I do not share with my wife. My main reason <laughs> is that she is a Trump apologist. She does not listen to Fox's disinformation, so I can only assume she gets her propaganda propaganda from the evangelist programs she listens to. I'm quite frankly astonished at how the bullshit spewed by the traitor-in-chief reaches her. Anyway, until she gives up her ways, she will never get a piece of my chocolate. <laughs> 
<laughs> Since that will probably not happen, the chocolate is all mine. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. Awesome. That is awesome. That is also intense. I know. I know. That's hard. I know. I know. It's like, where do you get the information if you're not Fox News in it? Uh, evangelicals, that'll do it. Right. Um, I'm jealous that you get to read the next one because I love the name. Oh, yay. Well, here we go. Resistance Schnauzers. Mm. At resist... Uh, here, I'm going to spell it. This is the, the handle. At R-E-S-I-S-T-S-C-H-N-Z-R-S. Schnauzers. All of them. Yes, schnauzers, precisely. Um, pronouns. She, her. She says, quarantine confession. There was a huge palmetto bug in my home office. When I took it outside and it ran away, a robin caught it and flew away to feast. My confession is that I am inordinately proud of myself for catching and removing it without alerting everyone else on the video conference to my screaming. Damn, you just stepped into a straight David Attenborough-like scene. That's crazy. (laughs) You did. And you didn't have to kill the palmetto bug. It's like you were just the vessel of karma, you know? You you weren't the deliverer. That's fantastic. Yes. Yes, that is fantastic. And then the bug, as it's flying away, is just like, help me, help me. I always aim to be the vessel of karma and not the deliverer. So as not to be in debt to karmic forces myself. Um, Let's see here. The vessel of karma. Yeah, isn't it nice? That's a great phrase. It's really just justification for vengeance, but we'll talk about that another time. Uh, (laughs) Next, from uh, from Karen, uh, pronoun she, her. I have a new justice porn fantasy. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Excellent. I love these. Uh, Based on AG's mention of the state where you can take the bar for $300, was it Vermont? In my fantasy, it's Vermont. You you are correct, Karen. It is Vermont. So your fantasy is on point so far. Uh, All we Muller and Beans fans take and pass the bar. We then form the Muller and Beans law firm and prosecute the snot out of 45 and every one of his cronies. (laughs) Also in the fantasy, Rachel Maddow notices our work to restore the rule of law and invites us along on her fishing trips. We discuss international law and politics and then go after Putin and all the other international thugs. At the end of this fantasy, when justice is restored to the world, we switch to our work providing universal birth control and education education to every human who wants it <laughs> let justice reign dude this yes. sounds like this sounds like the best justice league we need to get somebody in here who's a comic book uh artist we need to we need to write this comic book and and make a justice league I, i'm in mm-hmm. i'm in i like that one i agree me too let's all move to burlington and become attorneys yes <laughs> yeah absolutely i'm i, I it's so funny because my friend was like, I'm serious. I'll buy your plane ticket to go to Vermont and I'll pay your $300 <gasps> to take the bar exam. And I was like, oh, I don't know, man. And and the, it, it, I don't know. Well, you'd have to you'd, you'd have to study pretty extensively just because of the specifics and stuff. But you could absolutely do it. I think I would probably just actually want to go to law school, but I don't have a zillion dollars right now. So maybe that anonymous millionaire... Right would be interested in sponsoring a, a, a 46-year-old law student to hey, yeah. GW. <laughs> Calling all sugar daddies. Yeah. This is not a drill. This is not a drill, dude. Send AG and I to fucking school. For real. AG Justice first. daddies. Justice then daddies. Then me. Uh, but that's yes. the only stipulation is you have to pay my previous student loan debt uh, for the PhD. <laughs> oh, shit. I have that, too. <laughs> um, so that, because we want to start with a clean slate, right? Um, yes. <laughs> all right. So, oh my gosh. 
anonymous millionaire <laughs> justice daddy uh what do you say love that okay seriously though sugar daddies mm. we're serious mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right sorry i just had to get that across again <laughs> all right what's not, uh not what's, next? <laughs> what's next what's <laughs> right, next i'm just kidding next. but i'm not but I am. But I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. But I'm not. I'm not I wish kidding. you could see my eyes right now <laughs> through a podcast. Yeah. Like I'm giving you the. Oh huh? man. Hmm? I miss your eyes. Oh, I miss uh, yours too. Yeah. Sad. We read such so much from each other's faces. It just it makes it harder to do this remotely. Um, and so you know I can't wait until we can get back six feet in the studio from each other and <laughs> Same. watch our watch Same. our facial expressions and be able to. I mean haven't done comedy for so long and, and you being so good at it it's like that facial read is everything and you are a star at, at reading faces and reading crowds so we need to get back in the studio as soon as possible you so everybody are. everybody mask up mask the fuck up so that we can get back in the studio together and yes. sugar daddy pay for us to go to law school yes okay. yep sugar daddy not a joke all right <laughs> all right next up but seriously actually let's okay (laughs) before let's give him a minute to think about it and fast forward through this commercial (laughs) (laughs) i want him to think about his behavior uh we'll be right back on the other side of this break Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to Quarantine Confessions. I'd also like to thank our sponsor, Raycon, for supporting the podcast. You've probably heard me rave about Raycon already on the Daily Beans. They make the best wireless earbuds anywhere and for a fraction of the usual cost. Uh, Everybody needs a great pair of wireless earbuds, but... You know, you normally would have to drop hundreds of dollars on a pair, but instead, check out the incredible wireless earbuds from Raycon. They start at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing as the other top audio brands. Their newest model, which is the Everyday E25 earbuds, are their best ones yet. They have six hours of playtime, um, seamless Bluetooth pairing, more like really rich bass, like it's got a good heft to it and more compact design that gives you a nice noise-isolating fit so people can't hear what you're listening to. So if you want to listen to Quarantine Confessions and pretend you're on a conference call, you can totally do it. Uh, I always seem to be misplacing my earbuds too, but Raycons are so affordable, so I bought a bunch. And now, you know, they're more comfortable too because the the other ones give me like a headache. The hard ones that go in your ear give me a headache, but these ones do not. They are discreet and stylish and comfy with nice deep rich sound. Uh, It's no wonder like Melissa Etheridge says whenever she's on tour, she uses her Raycon earbuds. Um, She says they're rocking. You should get them. I have. And so it's better to hear your signature smoky vocals, Melissa, on professional uh, grade earbuds anyway so pick up your pair of Raycon wireless earbuds and see what the hype is all about now is the time to get the latest and greatest get 15% off your order at buy B-U-Y Raycon R-A-Y-C-O-N dot com slash Starburns that's buy Raycon dot com slash Starburns for 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds again buy Raycon dot com slash Starburns all right everybody welcome back um or you know hey uh Time warp. <laughs> if you're if you're a you know a, a selfish millionaire, um, what? <laughs> it was like we were never gone. <laughs> yeah, or you know, hey, <laughs> <laughs> perhaps millionaire doesn't need the excellent quality of Raycon earbuds, and we'll never know. Oh, you just forced it on them anyway. Aha! Nice. <laughs> Thank you. High five. <laughs> we tricked you. <laughs> next. What's the next Our, step? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Our next confession comes from anonymous pronouns they them. 
They say, I am an account manager for a large Fortune 500 company that provides online mobile delivery of important products and services, which are very much essential when many companies are only conducting business virtually. I have been working from home since mid-March, and due to the nature of our work, we find ourselves even more busy than usual. This is especially frustrating because, one, our team is very short-staffed, two, a lot of things are breaking, in quotes, in the background, which means our clients are really mad, three, we spend an inordinate amount of time trying to fix giant messes that we didn't make and four there seems to be no hurry in beefing up staffing levels we all have been forced to take on twice as many clients as what is considered normal combined with the frustrations and high stress levels of a pandemic it has led me to give far less of a fuck than the average bear and i have begun to manipulate the system unapologetically (laughs) i noticed a few months ago that when logged into our works messenger slash conference call program when a conference call is active my computer doesn't go to sleep and therefore still shows me as active in the messenger directory as opposed to away What does this mean, you ask? It means I have fake meetings set up in my Outlook calendar with myself as the only attendee, which I launch as soon as I log onto my computer when my alarm goes off in the morning. I dial into said fake meeting, I lay back down, and go right back to sleep, keeping my computer sound on just in case. No, it is the wiser, and everyone and everything thinks uh, I'm a busy little. Everyone thinks I'm a busy little bee, like everyone else. I will do the same if I need to rest my eyes for a while in the afternoon. I end up working a total of maybe 20 to 25 hours a week tops. As long as my customers are happy and my work gets done, I will stay off of my boss's radar, all while enjoying sleeping late in the mornings, midday naps, and still take my scheduled lunch breaks, of course. (laughs) Maybe when the big bosses decide to get serious about fixing our shit and hire people to take the extra load off of us, I'll decide to get more serious about (laughs) my job. Until then, here's to job hunting and in the interim, giving a big fuck you to the man in my own special way. Mental health for the win. (laughs) Yes! Uh, um, uh, Dear Anonymous, this is AG. Google the terms mouse jiggler. You're welcome. All right. (laughs) Let's go on to the next. uh, Don't ask me how I know. Um, Or what it is. Just just Google mouse jiggler. Um, It sounds dirty, but it is not. I promise. It's not some, it's not going to take you to some weird, like, oh, like it's safe. No, it it makes me think of that guy that's, uh, what's his, that's always like, he has a jowls, the cartoon. He's like, well, I can't even do it. It's like, oh God. I can do it. Yes, <laughs> I don't like you. Yeah, that's droopy yes, dog. That's... <laughs> it's droopy dog. Wait, okay. Oh wait, no. I'm thinking about the the guy that like he gets all flustered. And oh, he Mr. Has, Magoo. Like, a giant... Yeah, I think so. What does yeah. he sound like? I I can't do a Mr. Magoo. I'm sorry. Ah, uh, no, that's okay. We'll but never it's know. similar. Anyways, it's similar. Yeah. Sorry, I really shit the bed on that reference, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> okay it's a really I old promise reference. if it was a tighter joke it would have made sense and we would have been <laughs> done with the next confession so I'll, st- I'll take up no more of your time thank you and good night <laughs> good night and thank you uh all right coming up next we have from charles uh pronouns he him hello uh says charles this is in, re- is in response to ag's assertion that women are superior true because they pee sitting down that's really the only reason i said that yeah. uh as a <laughs> As a person who owns a home and has a penis, I have realized that I do not like to, the pee water splashing around, so I sit down. 
The benefits of this are many, including not having to touch the seat to lift it, being able to go in the dark, not dropping my toothbrush in the bowl. The list goes on. I cannot fathom what is so great about standing unless to send a message that I want others to have to see my urine droplets splashed everywhere. I guess this is very affirming if you are a dog. Granted, some toilets make it difficult because, let's face it, they were not designed to make big dick toilet wine or saggy balls (laughs) toilet wine, if you prefer. Thank you for all that you do, and shout out to all the Gen Xers who have never got mad at their kids for listening to rock and roll. I hope to see you next Friday for Beans Cocktail Happy Hour. Uh, if not, if I'm not at work, much love. Uh, thank you, Charles. Thank you. Thank you for joining the resistance by sitting down and being. <laughs> they guys also, um, if you sit down and pee, and uh, you also have a penis, then the pee is quiet because it hits the side of the bowl and gently falls in. Mm-hmm. It's it's like when you pour a, a glass of wine correctly. You yeah. Know, when you like tilt it. In fact, girls aim to do that when it's late at night. If we don't want to disturb anybody, we can pee quietly and we know how to do it. Yes. I was talking about this on my other podcast, actually. Um, <laughs> and, and we know how to pee loudly yes, when we want to. Yes. But like whenever I'm like with a new person that I'm like think is attractive and I don't want them to know that I pee when I go to the bathroom. I'll like choke up on the toilet seats so it doesn't make sounds because they mm-hmm. can't know that I piss. That'd be mm. weird, you know? <laughs> Very strange. But yeah, uh, this is a superior way to pee for sure. Uh, okay. <clears throat> Next up from anonymous. <laughs> so <laughs> yes, yes, that's the that's the reference. <laughs> 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 oh, you're talking about... <laughs> yes, yes! Holy ah. shit! I can't believe we got there. <laughs> oh, my God. And it was totally an accident. Oh, my God. That's exactly what I was talking about. Thank See? You, so you should let me read your tarot. I'm I fucking psychic. Ooh. <laughs> That's why true. I can predict all this shit with the Trump administration, y'all. I just put out the tarot cards out. <laughs> did it now. <laughs> I'm like, oh, look, seven of wands. Oh, Barr's going to try to fire the Eastern District of New York U.S. attorney. No, that's not what happened. <laughs> you just can't ghost me if we have an appointment. My hard shocker can't take it. All right. You just have to got to be there for me if you say you're going to. That's my only condition as a client. <laughs> all right. all right so our next confessions from anonymous anonymous says so last wednesday night i had polished off a half bottle of wine and still wasn't done yet luckily my local liquor store is now at doordash when i discovered this it was like i heard angels singing and a beam Mm -hmm. of light came down from heaven onto my phone yes so i ordered a six pack of beer when the delivery guy came to my door while he was scanning my license he said so how are you doing with all this craziness I was like, well, I'm ordering a six-pack at 11 p.m. on a Wednesday night. That should tell you how I'm doing in all of this. He laughed and then said, yeah, you and everybody else. Why do you think I'm working right now? So it was a relief to know I wasn't the only one. I have found that moments like this, little islands of understanding in the craziness, have helped so much. It's not just only us. We're all doing the best we can, and sometimes that's overdoing it a bit. P.S. Your theme song for Quarantine Confessions always reminds me of Free Yourself by The Untouchables, which I think is super appropriate mm-hmm. for these confessions. Keep up the good work, y'all. Aw. Thank I you. I love that. Thank you. Yeah. That's from Anonymous? Was that Anonymous? Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. All right. 
Um, on to the next one. From uh, Joanne Qualls, uh, who's at McGee 1476. Oh, I'm probably not. Should I read her email? <laughs> I don't know. Tell you what, let's wait and see what the rest of the thing says before I read this email, because I feel like I'm going to get to the last sentence and it's going to say, please don't give my email out. Oh, wait. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. You're good to say it. Okay. Uh, I'll give it now. McGee1476 at Gmail. And I'll give it again at the end. McGee like Tits McGee. Uh, I am a travel advisor, and the travel industry is among the earliest and hardest hit by COVID-19. During the pause, I've partnered with a wine entrepreneur in San Francisco and two small tour operators, as well as a river cruise company, to offer three virtual travel and wine tasting events. But the wine is real. Scheduled on three consecutive Wednesdays, starting July 22nd at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, the events will feature Italy, South Africa, and France and be held on Zoom. The confession part is the that this is way out of my comfort zone. Email me if you're interested, though. P.S. I'm in the San Diego area like you, uh, as in as is the Italian tour operator. So again, if you're interested Ooh. in these virtual wine tours of Italy, South Africa, and France on Zoom, July 22nd at 8 p.m., email Joanne Qualls at McGee, uh, as in tits McGee, uh, <laughs> that's M-C-G-E-E, 1476 at gmail.com. Thank you, Joanne. I that's love a t- that. Cool idea. Yeah, that's an amazing idea. Do you, so when you say the wine is real, I wonder what Joanne means. If if like you get it sent to you or something, or or if it's. Um, I suppose she'll tell you. I suppose she'll tell you what what that means if you if you shoot her. Yeah. Email. Yeah, I bet you're right. Um. Mm-hmm. All right. Next up from anonymous pronouns he him. He says, my living situation has been in flux since the start of the pandemic. I left New York City to stay with my parents through the worst of it, but now that things are opening up, I have moved back in to return to work in person. Just as I returned, I got the news that my roommate is moving out, leaving me the only one living in the apartment for the foreseeable future. Luckily, we we each have individual leases, so I don't need to work on... Uh, filling his room. Wow, that's crazy. I did not know New York did that. It, individual leases for rooms? That's kind of yep. dope, actually. Yeah. Um, I must confess that when I got the news, I leapt out of my chair and did a happy dance. He's a nice <laughs> guy, but far from the clen- <laughs> far from the cleanliest or most orderly. And now I have the pleasure of reshaping the apartment into the perfect self-isolation nest. I am also enjoying the newfound freedom to play music unreasonably loud, walk around the apartment in the nude, poop with the door open, and all the perks that come with living alone. I also find myself melodramatically whispering, <laughs> It's all mine now. It's all mine apartment. now. <laughs> <laughs> Everything the light touches is yours, Simba. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can always count on the Daily Beats to keep me company at least. All of your jokes keep me sane through it all. Uh, thank you so much. Oh, Congratulations. That is such... Yes, seriously. God, the freaking freedom, I tell you, of walking mm-hmm. around in the nude, just yep. sh- shitting whenever you want. <laughs> yeah, because I was on a drinking. schedule before with the... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, but, see, but you, uh, when you live with a dude, though, there are large swaths of time when the restroom is not available. So I do see your point there. But yeah, mm-hmm. Jordan and I can totally relate. We just went from living with somebody for a while to not. And so it's all mine. Yeah, I feel you. Yes, totally. So good. Thank you for the confession. Yes, absolutely. Um, I'm, I mean, I, I just answered like uh, like I gave it. You're Oh, yeah, no problem. <laughs> no problem, Jordan. You're, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> 
Uh, let's see who's next here. Um, we have from anonymous he him. Uh, being a parent isn't always sunshine and rainbows. Being a parent to a special needs child is just as soul draining as well. Our child was an accident, but we made the best of it. Neither of us really wanted kids, but sometimes the universe deals you a card that you were not trying for. My wife almost died at two different points of giving birth, but she pulled through. What a warrior. Uh, after nearly two months stay in the NICU, uh, we all came home at last. Then we quickly figured out something wasn't right. Rounds of doctors, testing, long days, and insurance fights ended with a list of physical and mental issues that would require some sort of care for the rest of our child's life. Now my wife had to leave her career and be a stay-at-home mom since the little one has some sort of therapy every day. We fight with insurance, we fight with schools, and we struggle to maintain our mountain of medical debt. Yes, I have, a good, in I have good insurance, but you know, it's America. The confession part is just me being able to say this bit out loud. I wish none of this happened, and I'm sick of being told to feel otherwise. Family doesn't help us much. Uh, friends have mostly walked away. Hobbies and fun personal activities have fallen by the wayside, and my wife is more of an overprotective mom and less of my partner anymore. I'm left angry a lot of the time, and I still work on finding ways to self-soothe my day is living in a tornado until uh, I get about one hour to finally sit down and breathe. Sex just doesn't happen. And even getting a hug from my wife can lead to a look of, uh, fine. My only real break was going into the office, since I didn't have to hear the screaming or crashing and breaking of stuff. But with COVID, that's gone now. I still have my job, and my kid can still get some in-home therapy, but this just makes my depression that much harder to battle. During my work hours, I just cram myself into the corner wall. I, I try to do what I can so my boss doesn't have a reason to let me go. So that's my confession. I love the podcast and the incredible work all of you do. P.S. Yes, I'm on medicine, seeing a personal therapist, and we're seeing a couples therapist. It's sort of working. Wow. Yeah, just to be Fuck. able to say that bit out loud. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I can't imagine what you're going through. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. My inclination after hearing that is to think of if there's anything that we could do to, like, help but i don't know please let us know if there is anything that we could mobilize just talking about resources and stuff but i i, I think it's just you know yeah i was just things. gonna say like our dms are open uh if we can yeah. if there's anything we can do to help facilitate any help we have an incredible community of amazing supporters and um just let us know i'm sending you love in the meantime absolutely 100 percent. and thanks for being able to open up and share that with us i really appreciate it that's tough mm -hmm. to do yeah yeah it is thank you um our next quarantine confession comes from jen jen says i've been listening to you ladies since your inception from central italy yours was my first podcast after matto which was of necessity due to the time difference you've gotten me through some tough trump times i have two confessions i've stopped wearing lingerie as i teach english from home and love it <laughs> nobody's the wiser <laughs> I got lucky during a recent lesson when a bee flew inside the window and near my neck and almost straight up my nose. Thank God it wasn't at my crotch. I learned panties are essential when beekeeping, COVID or not. <laughs> Do you know, like, don't fry bacon naked? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I also Underwear have a vegetable for beekeepers. <laughs> yeah. 
I also have a vegetable garden uh, surrounded by glorious sunflowers. So I've taken to dropping my pants and whizzing in the wilderness. <laughs> Tonight I heard a thump just before letting loose, but thought it was nothing. Till I realized I just peed all over my phone, which had dropped out of my pocket. The only lesson I learned from that was to watch what you pee on. P.S. I love this new naked life and plan to continue it. <laughs> Job, Jen. Fly your freak uh, flag. Yes, oh, seriously. Whizzing in the wilderness. She <laughs> has a spirit that reminds me, or Jen, sorry, PGPs weren't included. Jen, Jen has a spirit that reminds me of uh, your friend that we stayed at the cabin with. Mm. Oh, oh, uh, Charity. Yes, super yes. just like free and, and funny and I love that. Yes, you're you're totally right. She's got a she's got a charity vibe to her for sure. My friend Charity who I went mm-hmm. to high school with, we stopped in northern Wisconsin on our tour um and stayed at her cabin and she's that she's that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's about so good. Said. She's that. All right, and our final uh confession from anonymous, no pronouns. Uh I live in very very red South Carolina. And on one corner of our neighborhood that has five houses clustered together who are all Trumpers with yard signs. I love to run alone and I cough and spit a lot, especially in this heat. Unfortunately, uh, for one of the signs, it just sits close enough to the road that I manage to hit it every single time I run by. It's not much, but it makes me feel better in the middle of my run. (laughs) 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 Wonderful. I love that. I remember one time... This is when I was a senior in college. We had lived off campus, me and my my buddies, and there was this person in the neighborhood. We were in Bay Park, which is like a beautiful part of San Diego, and and it's really nice. Definitely not a place where annoying drunk college kids should be living among people who have, you know, done something with their lives. But (laughs) there was this neighbor that had a Trump yard sign, and we were having a party one night, and I was just like drunk and walking outside, and then I and then I saw the sign, and it were, I was like, "Hey, fuck this sign!" And then we all just like started walking over <laughs> and started trying to like take the sign. But this crazy motherfucker had like a camera set up and like these weird like laser things, just like a whole home security system. And they they like caught us and they opened the window. It was like it was it was too much. <laughs> So yeah, whatever scenario you have where you just get to hit it, that's much more. That's much more ideal. I'm glad. I'm glad you get that. <laughs> One day, maybe I'll have the courage to just take it and never stop running. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'd have to carry that shit. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, that has been this week's quarantine confessions. Thank you for sending them all in. We are overwhelmed. We will get to yours as soon as we can. Uh, please uh, hit us up at uh, what quarantineconfessionspod.com to submit. Let us know if you want to remain anonymous. Let us know your pronouns uh, or not, whatever you're into, and, and we'll make sure we get it uh, on the air at some point. And thank you uh, for, for all this. I think um, I really love hearing everything that everybody has to say. It's really, truly amazing. So thank you for all uh, all that you do. And thanks for listening. Jordan, do you have any final thoughts? I do not. All right. Well, everybody, I don't have a sign-off line, so this is the end. <laughs> <laughs> Quarantine Confessions is brought to you by MSW Nation and Starburns Audio. Engineering by Mackenzie Mazell with quality assurance by Kanai Williams and Amanda Reeder. Writing and research by A.G., Jordan Coburn, Amanda Reeder, and our listeners. Our copywriter is Jesse Egan. Web design and branding is by Joel Reeder of Moxie Design Studios. And our website is quarantineconfessionspod.com. <laughs>